I'm Arlene Coco and the founder of Coco's Latest Bite. I'm a chef, entrepreneur, and this is Coco's Latest Bite podcast. Food has been the passion of my life for decades, and now I want to share that love through meaningful conversations about cooking and enjoying wonderful food with you. So grab a seat at my table while I share some of my tried and true recipe tips, recipe insights, and I'll introduce you to my fellow chefs and stars in the Foonie universe. So welcome to Coco's Latest Bite. Welcome to Coco's Latest Bite podcast. I'm your host, Chef Arlene Coco. Well, it's January and it's a time for renewal for a lot of us. We're all recovering from all those delicious dishes that we had over the holidays. I know I had some amazing food over the holidays. So now's the time we're focusing on lighter, healthier, more vegetables options. I'm always a proponent of putting more vegetables in your diet. And today I'm going to talk to you about being a flexitarian. Exactly what is a flexitarian and what does it mean in regards to your diet? So I like to say I like to teach people how to cook flexitarian. It's kind of an inclusive way of eating by adding healthy ingredients instead of omitting favorite foods. It's sort of like a non-diet style of eating to improve one's health without sacrificing flavor. Now I'm all about flavor and um, I love cooking with flavor. I cook with lots of spices lots of different ingredients because I really want to coax out as much flavor as I can out of a dish. So I'm just going to kind of give you some tips on flexitarian cooking because I've really been enjoying it. I've made the switch over to flexitarian a few years ago to improve my health and actually it has. My cholesterol has lowered considerably. I have more energy and I feel great. So let's get started. Now, the first thing that I always tell folks about flexitarian cooking is that it's all about the plants. It's all about adding in vegetables and fruits wherever you can in your recipes. So one of the biggest things that I really enjoy doing with flexitarian cooking is swapping out half of the meat that I would cook for vegetables. So like if I'm making a burger, I'll cook some mushrooms and mince them up really small and I'll add them for half of the meat in the burger. Nuts also make a great stand-in too. They're a little bit higher in fat, but they're good fats, which are healthy for you. So swapping plants for half of your meat is a really good way to ease into flexitarian cooking. Most people don't notice it, and um, it brings a lot of flavor to the dish as well. So plant-forward is a term that's out there quite a bit, too. It's coined by the Culinary Institute of America, and basically it's what they're promoting is making meat 30% or less of the total dish. So you would add 30% less meat and add more veggies and whole grains. So that will also put more of the plants in your diet as well. 
and having at least three vegetable dishes on the table with different flavors and textures that pair well with each other. For instance, I like to have a roasted vegetable and I might have a steamed vegetable and a salad. So I always like to add a salad in because I like to get my greens in. Leafy greens are terrific to have every day and I try to get them in wherever I can. So, but you want to think about the table, the, the flavors and textures that pair well with each other. And we'll talk about that more in, in a later episode. So, serving meats on the side of a dish like Italian sausage um, alongside pasta instead of putting it in the dish. One of my favorite ways to entertain is if I'm doing an Italian meal, I'll make pasta or lasagna and I'll make it strictly vegetarian or plant-based totally and then I will serve meat on the side. So the vegetarians or the plant-based folks will be happy and then the meat eaters will be happy as well. So it's not all or nothing. You just have to kind of figure out a way to make everybody happy and lots of times is that just serving meat on the side will do that. So I always like to have ingredients on hand in the freezer for a go-to veggie dish in case an unexpected guest shows up that doesn't eat meat or can be prepared. Now, most of my friends who eat plant-based, they don't fuss when they come over um, because I always have vegetables. Most people, I know when I go to folks' house, I'm just grateful to have somebody invite me over, right? As a chef, I never get invitations for dinner. So um, it's really nice to go to somebody's house to dinner. So when I go, the last thing I'm going to say is, oh, I don't eat a lot of meat, you know, because some days they do eat meat because I'm a flexitarian, right? So they never know. So they just kind of put it out there. And I'm fine with that because if it's a really delicious meat dish, I might take just a little bit of it and I'll fill my rest of my plate with vegetables and salad. And I'll be happy, happy, happy doing that. So... It's just kind of having the ingredients on hand to pull that together for somebody really kind of makes them feel more comfortable. But then again, they'll be able to work with what you have as long as you have some vegetable dishes. So also what I like to do is I like to do this mixed grill recipe. And I serve it a lot when I have dinner parties because I'm actually cooking for myself a lot of times for dinner parties as a flexitarian. So I'll cook meat. Um, you know, my husband loves a good steak and my friends do too. So I'll marinate meat and then I'll marinate tofu at the same time. And I'll just cut it in slabs, big triangle slabs, and I'll marinate it. And I'll throw it on the grill before I throw the meat on. And I will cook that, and then I'll cook the meat, and then I'll have an alternative um, that's just delicious and grilled just like the meat. So I don't that way, I don't really miss the meat. And I also do a lot of extra so I can have them for lunch another day. I slice it thin, and I like to serve it over a large salad, or I just kind of snack on it or I eat it. But I always have something on the grill that is vegetable. Once this summer I grilled a whole head of cabbage, of red cabbage, and it took a long time because it was a densely packed head of cabbage, 
but I kept brushing it with barbecue sauce and it really came out great. I was amazed and it had that smoky char flavor. And what I did after that is I pulled it off of the grill and I chopped it up and I put it in like a casserole dish and I poured more barbecue sauce on it and I used the sugar-free barbecue sauce and I roasted it and baked it in the oven to where it was just almost like pork. And it was delicious. And of course, I had a ton of it because I had a big old head of red cabbage. And I actually froze it. And I would pull it out as a side dish um, for barbecue and also an entree for my plant-based pals. So, so there's lots of tricks and things that you can do um, to have that um, grilled flavor taste and that delicious taste and not miss the meat. So another thing I like to do is also swap veggies for protein and carbs. I make a really mean cauliflower steak um, and I also do a lot of cauliflower rice that did stand in for meat and rice and grilled portobello mushrooms are also really good for swapping out for protein because actually um, mushrooms do have a fair amount of protein in them but swapping the veggies and keeping it in a large like I like to have a big piece of center in the plate something you know because I'm not having a lot of meat so I want to have something that's kind of substantial that's kind of like a, what we call in the industry center of the plate um, so that's when I look for those things like the steaks and the portobello mushrooms, the eggplant, that kind of thing. I also love to do a mixed grill, what I call a mixed grill of meats and vegetables. So I'll grill vegetables or I'll cook them and then I'll do meats. And then I have a big sort of a do-it-yourself salad bar where folks can take all sorts of fresh vegetables with lettuces and I just use that as the meal. And people really like that, especially in the winter. To grill food in the winter is just really decadent. You're just like, oh, wow, I'm having grilled vegetables and grilled chicken breasts. And it's in the dead of winter. You just kind of have to get over that coldness outside. But you still can do it. I My friends that come skiing where I'm at, they love to grill in the winter. And we do it all the time. So don't worry about it. Summer or winter, grilling is delicious. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about appetizers. <clears throat> appetizers are great when you have dinner parties. And for plant-based or flexitarians, we love things like nuts, eggs, vegetables. Hummus is a great stand-in. Also smoked fish um, and cucumbers, which I call salad cookies is really good. So I love to do a charcuterie platter and I'm going to do an episode on charcuterie platters later because I really enjoy making those and they can be made any time of the year with any type of holiday and a really fun uh, way to eat. I love to have snacks for dinner is what I call it. So having items in um, there that are not meat are really nice to have for folks that um, may or may not be eating meat. I also like to have a whole grain side dish when I'm cooking and no dairy or meat 
with when I'm cooking for no dairy meat and I include beans or seeds in it. So let's say beans and rice. I love red beans and rice. And for me, you don't have to have meat if you have good toothsome red beans cooked deliciously, Creole red beans, which I love to make. Um, and I use it with brown rice. I've pretty much switched over to brown rice totally. I cook it with a bit of saffron in it, and it kind of turns it almost like white rice. It lightens it up. It's delicious. And that's kind of our basic rice that we go to. So whole grains are really easy to make. They freeze well. Some of my favorites are barley, farro. I do a lot of farro risotto. Prepare that. It's really easy to do. And I also love wild rice and millet, aramath, frica. There's so many wonderful ancient grains out there that we're just starting to, to cook. Quinoa is another one that's got a lot of protein in quinoa. And it can be a stand-in for protein or a side. And it's considered a whole grain. So always having those whole grains. Um, the USDA, I believe, says that half of our grains that we eat in a day should be whole grains. And I like to get mine in um, with my meals. So some other tips I have about having a composed but not mixed salad on hand. And what I mean by that is I like to get a big platter. And then I like to have like a pile of fresh romaine, crisp romaine lettuce, a pile of um, sliced cherry tomatoes, a pile of maybe artichokes from the can that I've cut up, a pile of olives, and I just have this big platter, and I pull it out, and I will just make a salad from the different items on it, and then if I don't use it all, I'll put it back in, or I'll mix it up, but having a really nice big platter of, of things to make a salad ready, easy to go, makes it really easy. I also do the same with vegetables. If I have company coming for the weekend, I always love to have a big platter of fresh vegetables that I've trimmed myself and cut myself. I've blanched the carrots or the broccoli so they're bright and colorful. It's easy to eat because when people come to my house, they've been driving for a while and most of them are, have, are hungry. They want a little snack before this wonderful dinner that they're going to have. And so I always have that platter out of vegetables on the counter when people come in. And everybody loves fresh vegetables after they've been traveling a long day. They want something fresh and tasty. So I always like to do that. Um, as far as themes of types of cooking for flexitarians, all over the board, you can have any type of cuisine can be flexitarian. They lend themselves better to cuisines um, from the Mediterranean, Latin themes, Cajun, Creole, any, any type of theme can be made into a flexitarian. You just need to swap out um, what you're serving and just swap out the meat for either the grains, beans, or a faux meat. So 
Another tip I have is French bread served with olive oil in a small cup to pass around on the board. It's really cute. I make my own, where my husband makes our French bread, so he slices it and then we serve it on a board and we have a cup of olive oil with a little brush and we pass around the board and people can brush the olive oil on. It's just a little healthier than eating um, butter, but Butter has its place, but um, I love to have olive oil with fresh bread. It's just something about those flavors that go really well together. Another tip is um, desserts. Um, sliced oranges with a little bit of orange flower water and cinnamon are delicious. I learned that working with the Moroccan ambassador chef years ago at a party very large party for 500 people, and that was the dessert we did. We sliced oranges and just dusted them with cinnamon and a little bit of powdered sugar and orange flower water, and they were delicious. And it's good any time of the day for breakfast, lunch, or dinner as a dessert. Um, I also like to make chocolate avocado mousse with fresh berries. That is a great recipe, and I have that recipe on my blog, on my website, arlenecoco.com, and it's really easy to make. You make it in the food processor. It's just a few simple ingredients, and it's really, really tasty. You cannot taste the avocado. When I serve it for different um, parties, I make people try to guess, and it's really only my seas most seasoned chef friends are the ones that can get it after a while, who's used to being professional tasters. So that's pretty fun to have that. So those are my tips today on Flexitarian, and I will come back again another day with more tips because I think there's so much information about the subject that I can't cover it all and one episode. Thank you for joining my seat at the table, and I'll see you next time. Well, that's the episode today. Thank you for having a seat at my table. I hope you try some flexitarian cooking soon, and come back again. I'll have more episodes coming up soon. 